0: From the Ty Cats Audio Network, this is Ty Cats Today with Louis Butko. Yes, it is Ty Cats today for a Wednesday, July the 27th, 2022 Walkthrough day for the Ty Cats ahead of tomorrow's game against the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, Louis Butko here on the Ty Cats Audio Network from Tim Hortons Field, where in just about uh, 24, 26, 28 hours, depending on when you're listening to this show, uh, the Ty Cats will welcome the Alouettes, for a huge East Division matchup. Hopefully you'll join us here. Lots of great ticket packages available at Ticats.ca. There's always a buzz in the stadium on game day, but even the day before, I, I, I like the little hustle and bustle. You know, a little make sure... Stadiums in tip-top shape, so uh, that's what we're feeling today with the game tomorrow. And of course, you can catch tomorrow's game right here on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Bubba O'Neill and Andy fantu's is getting you set on Tiger Cats pre-game starting at six thirty. R.J. and Luke have the call starting at seven thirty. And before all that, you'll have Tiger Cats game day with Courtney Steven and Mike Daly. They'll get you set for this game tomorrow. We'll get you set on this show as well. We got lots to get to. We have the depth chart in our hands, so we'll run that down in just a few short seconds for you. We'll hear from Coach O, as we normally do. We'll hear from Carol Brooks, Dane Evans, and Don Jackson. And coming up later on in the show, we will be joined by the CFL and Matthew Shinetti, who is down here this week, and his thoughts on the Ticats uh, so far and heading into tomorrow's game. As mentioned, that is the depth chart as I hold it in my hand here. And uh, let's see how the Ticats will line up. And right away, some changes we see on the offensive line as starting at left tackle will be Travis Vorncall making his way back into the lineup. At left guard, you got Brandon Revenberg. The starting center is Alex Fontana. Coulter Woodmansey gets the start at right guard. And Colin Kelly will make his first start of the season at right tackle. He'll move over from the left side as it was announced that Chris Van Zyl has been placed on the six-game injured list. So that is a, a tough one as uh, Chris Van Zyl is out. Not just for this game, but it looks like for a few weeks as uh, he's been placed on these six game injury list, So leading to some changes there on the offensive line. Dan Evans is the starting quarterback. Don Jackson will start at running back beside him. And Jake Burt will start at fullback. At wide receiver, Stephen Dunbar Jr. out wide. Tyler Tarnowski out wide on the other side. And at slot, you got Tim White, Braylon Addison, and making his Tie Cats and season debut. Lamar Durant lined up at slot. On the D-line, no changes. It's Mason Bennett, Micah Johnson, Dylan Wynn, and Julian Househair across the front. At linebackers, again, with Simone Lawrence still out. It'll be Kyle Wilson, Jovan Santos-Knox, and Cameron Kelly. And in the secondary, Jamal Roll from left to right. Jamal Roll, Karyl Brooks making his first start of the season. We'll hear from him in just a second. Tunde and Delicate gets a start at safety. Richard Leonard at half and Siante Evans at corner. Seth Small will handle the uh, kicking duties. Mike D'Amagheala will handle the punting duties. Gordon White's the long snapper. And Lawrence Woods the third is a game-time decision. If he's good to go, he'll handle the kick return and punt return duties. If not, they have Tim White and Braylon Addison listed behind him on the depth chart. That's how the Ticats will line up against the Alouettes tomorrow. For more on the game, here is the head coach. Of the Ty cats, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after walkthrough.
1: Well, let me just tell you. So we're <laughs> going to open the. We know, right? you know, Trevor's. Uh, you know, he's an efficient passer. He's been in big games, and you know, he's he's the guy that they're they're going with. Uh, you know, at the same time, you know, they have a proven backup also, and yeah, they're coming off the first win. And like I said, they're uh, or not their, but you know what I mean. They're coming off a win. They'll be ready to play and that's about all the focus that we're going to put on them. The rest is about ourselves and execution and ultimately ourselves coming out with a win. Well, I mean, obviously they're going to do things different, right? I mean, obviously he knows the players and the personnel and and that sort of thing and maybe how he planned to use them and whatnot. But, you know, they're under a new regime, so you you get a light overview uh, and whatnot, but, you know, it's bigger than just this that with Kahari. it's just having somebody who's been there uh done it and you know all different capacities from a position coach to a coordinator to a head coach so uh his value is you know i've spoken about it before and and so yeah we'll use it somewhat but it's never going to be 100 percent. you can't just say okay great we got him you know this that's uh that's a dated uh way to approach a game well with simone who was out last week that's kind of a one for one where kyle will slot in there and you know, it's, it's more important that Simone is a, a 100% and I felt like he had a solid week of practice, but we sat down and so, you know, we'll, we'll enter the game that way. And, and you know, anytime you, you have a champion and an experienced guy and a veteran and a leader like Chris, um, you know, that, that's not going to suit up, there, you're going to be dealt something. But um, again, that's just another person's opportunity. And we expect uh, the same type of production and execution. And we just move on just really want Lamar first and foremost he's healthy now right and just want him to be himself the the expectation is if if we have a play designed for him that he makes the play if you know if he's supposed to clear out he clears out if he's supposed to make a key block he makes the key block that's it not like anybody else or in place of somebody else just come in and be yourself and that's the expectation and then uh, possibly give a little more and that is the
0: President of Football Operations and head coach of the Hamilton Tiger cats Orlando Steiner, talking about a couple of things there, obviously preparing for Trevor Harris and the Alouettes uh, whether how much he picked uh, the brain of Kahari Jones, who of course started the year as the head coach of the Alouettes, and then at the end talking about uh, Lamar Durant, who's set to make his Cats debut. Uh, someone to make, set to make his season debut is a 2021 CFL All-Star, Carol Brooks, back in the lineup. Had a chance to catch up with him after practice and how he's feeling getting set for his first game of the season.
2: Super excited, you know, a long time coming. You know, it's been a tough process since training camp, but... You know, I persevered through it, and I'm I'm ready to roll, help my team get some victories. Right, right, yeah, it's been a while, but, you know, I've been in the league a while. Uh, I know what a, a game atmosphere is like, so, you know, I'll check my emotions. Uh, obviously, I'll be excited. First time in a while, I feel like I have something to prove, but, uh, you know, I'll stay poised. My teammates will help me stay poised, and I'll just play within the system. I think it's just... um just we we just got a bond, you know, just playing with each other since twenty nineteen and playing alongside each other for Lord knows how many games with each other we just have that connection and that bond, and he knows what I'm supposed to do, I know what he's supposed to do, and we kind of take leadership roles back in the secondary again, guys lined up and leading the communication okay. um, I think we can be a dominant group, uh limit explosions uh, hold teams to you know least amount of passing yards that they'll probably face with any other secondary and uh just flying around and playing with uh passionate energy. Um Trevor's super smart quarterback so you gotta be aware of just uh exposing your coverages too early. Uh if you give him a hint he'll he'll know where to go with the ball. He's super, you know, he's a vet and he's super smart.
0: And that is Ty Cat's defensive back Carol Brooks who is set to make his season debut tomorrow night when the Alouettes come to town all right let's hear from the quarterback here's Dane Evans
3: here's what he had to say after walk through today um they do a lot of different looks on defense um we've gone against their DC in the past you know at different stops um but they do a lot of things on defense that we got to be ready for um which you know you just got to be prepared for which I feel like we are um and we just got to come out and play we got to be physical uh yeah I guess I think it's just a win it because it's an East opponent game you know what I mean um Obviously, you know Matt and Kahari have been pretty fired up all week about it. <clears throat> um, in the preseason, even it was pretty funny. Getting to you know, he, he was jacked up about it too. Um, so yeah, I know. I know deep down he really wants this one more than others, um, but I think everybody wants this one too. You know, it's an East opponent. So yeah, it's been nice. Honestly, um, um, just another big body out there. A guy who's been around. Um, he obviously in 2019, we know what type of year he had. You know. Um, so I'm just glad to get him back healthy, and uh, he's super smart in the huddle. He's locked in; you can tell he knows what he's got, and it's not just he knows his position; he knows multiple positions. So, um, you know, around here we like guys like that. So uh, I'm I'm really excited to have him this week. Yeah, I mean, I think all these opponents that are going through things like this definitely look at it like that. We. Uh, we, we know that this is, you know, everything that's happened in the past is in the past. And now it's really, it really is kind of a new season for us. So um, we know everything that we want to do is still in front of us. And this is the time to go do it. And that is Dane Evans
0: as we caught up with him after walkthrough today. And now one more piece of sound from practice. And a reminder, you can go to tightcats.ca for the full scrums. But I had a chance to catch up with Don Jackson. Uh, here's what he had to say going into tomorrow night's game.
4: feel great, man. Uh, we're learning from all the mistakes that we're making, and we're trying to come into the building every day and approach work with an attitude where we kind of put our feelings to the side and, and just get better and get better. Uh, we, uh, when, we, when we beat ourselves, that's when we lose games. So we just got to make sure that we stay on top of everything that we're supposed to do individually, and then it helps as a collective. It starts from the top. It starts with oh, It starts with everybody that, that coaches every single day. Um, we know that adversity is going to strike, and it doesn't matter how big or small. It's going to happen. So we just got to find ways to respond to those the correct way. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't like moral victories at all, but, but there was a lot of things that we could look, look to positively coming from that film. Um, there was just some things that we had to, we got to tighten down on uh, in, in the score zone. That's important to us and finishing. So uh, I think if we focus on those things, we'll, we'll be fine moving we'll forward. Um, it's a pretty stout group. Um, they got some young guys in, in the linebacking core. Um, but they run around with their hair hair on fire. Um, Sewell is great up front. Um, They got a back end, I think, that is a little inexperienced, but they play well together. So um, I think um, we're looking at all those things on film, and we're trying to figure out where we're going to attack and um, try to make it happen. Hell yeah. (laughs)
0: You want the
4: ball in your hands, Hell yeah, I want the ball in my hands. I want the ball in my hands as many times as I can so I can give us an opportunity to win. Yes, um, if I if I get the opportunity to step in for Woods, I just want to make sure there's no drop off. Um, you can't you can't coach that kind of speed. You can't just duplicate that. Um, but as far as everything that he has he's put on film that I can learn from, uh, we're drilling that. We're drilling that so I can make sure that I can come in and make a play.
0: And that's Don Jackson getting the start at running back tomorrow, as he spoke after walkthrough today. Great week of practice for the Ty Cats, and it was an even better week. Because I got to see my friend, Matthew Shinetti from the CFL on TSN, who's on the line with us now. And uh, Matthew, it was great to see you down here. Uh, and I'm going to ask this question that I'll probably end up asking to most of my guests uh, through the next few weeks, but biggest game of the season so far for the Thai Cats?
5: Yeah, I think biggest game of the season so far and for the next month, Louis, yeah. because given the, uh, given the East End how it is now, and even though we're in July, the... Fact is, the crossover situation seems to be uh, a, an actual thing this year. Uh, just given the difficulties of the East, but uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is a bad time for the Ticats. Cats. Uh, they've got a, a string of games now through the next month and a half, where they where they face the Argos uh, and the Alouettes, going back and forth through Labor Day, and that's um, that's actually pretty significant because you could find yourself coming out of the back end in the second week of uh, September uh, in a very good position. As I was just speaking to Dane Evans in a playoff position and, and in a home playoff position. So, uh, you know, this Louis, uh, with how much you're around the team uh, and you and I have been around Ticats teams that have struggled. Uh, this doesn't feel like a cat's team, even though they have one win, that is particularly down in itself. Uh, we have seen coaching changes in midseason with the Ticats in seasons past. We have seen things, uh, major, major adjustments that have had to be made. Um, even though, yes, there are injuries, and yet again, the offensive line has to chop and change because of Chris Van Zyl being placed in the sixth game. Um, this is still a team, though, that feels particularly confident in itself because even though those losses, particularly the ones to Edmonton and Calgary were particularly frustrating, especially with second the second half collapses. This doesn't look like or feel like a one win team. They got an opportunity though this uh, this coming month and a half to to really really prove that. Because just as they're in a situation where they want to establish themselves with wins in the East, uh, you look at you look at the Alouettes with their two wins, look at the Argos now at the top of the East. Um, this all of a sudden feels, as we often say, player the, the, the regular season seems to matter after Labor Day. Not so this year. The regular season matters, and it's only July.
0: Yeah, absolutely. A big game to finish the month for the Ticats. You mentioned uh, you know, all the practices. We've seen how well you and I think we know this team. And, uh, you know, we, we were down here watching practice the other day. And I, I, you led into my next question because you really didn't get the sense that there's any panic in this team. What did you take away from what you saw at practice this week?
5: Uh, the one thing, uh, and I'm just saying this to, to Orlando Steinar, uh, in all the years that I have watched Coach from when he was a, a position coach with the Argos, in 2012, I've always been very uh, attuned with his coaching style. Um, He is someone who likes to keep engaged with his players. uh, And every so often, he'll have a uh, kind of a a check with me moment, like nothing profound, but he does just a little thing to remind his guys, as he was saying today, to take them out of the classroom, to have them look at each other. So uh, after the practice on Monday, he got everybody into a big circle at the 55-yard line. Wasn't very dramatic. He just they all looked at each other and Julian Hauser told me that they all said, okay, you know, we know what's ahead of us and it's time to finish. And, and that level of, uh, of interaction uh, and connection with his players, but accountability has always been something that's been really, really important to, to uh, coach Steinauer, because he talks about environment because he talks about culture. And for him as a head coach, this is, you know, this is a new situation for him um, to, to, to feel, uh, you know, to, to see his team be a one-win team, but not make it not necessarily feel like a one-win team. Uh, I imagine it's, it's frustrating for him. As Tunde and was telling us this week, it, it certainly is frustrating when you take a look at the talent that they have, uh, especially on defense. So uh, watching them in practice, there was a padded practice, uh, all of the the effort, the want to, the drive, the details are all there. You just have to go ahead and execute on the, on the field because, we really we know this is you know when you take a look at the other side and, and, and Trevor Harris irrespective of the, the the changes the big changes that Montreal made just a few short weeks ago this is still a team um that uh, is when when Trevor Harris gets hot um uh, you know he causes problems and he can be he can be very efficient very quickly so um as I say not to repeat myself it's a it's a huge game but I don't feel the die, the tie cats are desperate at all
0: uh, alden darby did such a great job in the secondary in in place of carol Brooks uh who's making his return to the lineup but carol Brooks is a, a, a divisional all-star two times he was a league all-star last year uh can you measure an impact uh, that 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 a guy like him can have in his return to the lineup not just what he brings uh but for the guys around him like the Toondays, days uh who who know where he's going to be on the football field at all times
5: yeah but look at the, that entire secondary louis yeah. i mean that, that 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 secondary is is on paper the best in the league Um, you know, it's when you can go from a guy like Carriel Brooks to a guy like a two-time great cup champion, and a guy who won, who, who, who who was with the bombers last year in in Alden Mm Darby, then you're, then, then, you know, if this isn't, there isn't a talent gap here, especially on defense in the secondary Sunday, not to repeat myself in that aspect again, but they said that to us earlier this week, which is we we're deep here. We, we know we're, 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 we're the best in the league if we go ahead and show out. So, um, you know, Carroll coming back is, is, is great, but there are guys on this team. Um, you know, Richard Leonard and, and Roll. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. to say nothing of, of Tunde. That if they're executing and they're on point, they're 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 very good at what they do. And they even take a look to go back at Julian Hauser. I mean, he pulls back into coverage and gets a uh, an interception last week. So so again, this this team has the talent. It's right now they're getting hit by details at crucial times. Um, that might be demoralizing for, for, for other teams. It's, it's not with them. Um, But to to have Carroll back is, is, is good because as I say, um, you watching what Montreal did to to Ottawa last week and, and kind of the connections that uh, that Harris was having with Mayala. I mean, you want to be able to, to, to establish the, the secondary wants to be able to establish itself deep because you don't want Trevor Harris being able now to, to go from five to seven to 15 yards and just keep building passes and completions down the field.
0: Yeah, uh, What's this game going to come down to tomorrow? Do you think?
5: Uh, it could come down to special teams as it has this, hmm. this, this year with, with, with the Tie cats. Uh, but, um, and I, and I mean that because, the wind situation, the weather situation in Hamilton, especially in those lot in those two home losses to Edmonton and, and Calgary, ended up being really huge for 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 the Ticats. But I go back to, to turnovers. I mean, um, the, the Ticats have been a lot better. Uh, Dane Evans has been a lot better. Uh, you know, even though they lost, uh, they really, really gave BC all they could handle last week. But. But ball control, um, ball security, excuse me, especially in the run game, it's going to be huge. For, it has to be huge for, for Hamilton because when Dane Evans is your leading rusher at 99 yards, uh, 99 rushing yards, it's not, a good, uh, it's not a good look for the offense. I just think that either side or both sides of the line for, for Hamilton have to come through. They are the last in, in, in getting sacks uh, in the CFL. They've had, as we said, so many chop, chops and changes on the, on the offensive line. They need to find consistency at the line of scrimmage. Uh, it has been the only bugaboo for this team since 2019. They just, they, 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 they even though we've seen them at times uh, be able to blow teams out offensively, just run right over teams, uh, when it gets to those crucial moments, it has often been, uh, the either the offense or defensive line just maintain that line of scrimmage. So that's you know it uh, might sound cliche, but especially for Hamilton and, and and some of the the detailed deficiencies that they've had in those crucial moments, you know establishing the line of scrimmage on both offense and defense is, is going to be huge tomorrow.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the it's hard to overlook what Dane has done uh, the last two games. Uh, he had eight interceptions through the first four games. I just had that one pick uh, last week at the very end of the game, going for the hail mary. So a much improved play from Dane, and uh, yeah, I think special teams uh what, what did you make of the John Ryan trade obviously you know we talked about it with coach today um, real credit to what Mike Domigal has been doing at a different position than the one he started the season at
5: yeah I mean you and I sat there on Monday and watched you know and John Ryan is one of the greatest Canadian punters in well ever in either yeah. the <laughs> CFL or the NFL and Mike Domigal had a, had a huge booming punt right after John Ryan hit a very respectable punt of his own and Um, maybe that's just uh, a little bit of, of, um, of coach Steinauer, just, you know, making sure that his guy knows that there are guys that are going to come in and try to compete him and push him And, and that if he continues to be, you know, good at his job, then, then he'll keep his job. And, and that's been, I think how coach O has approached his kickers since the time that he's been head coach in Hamilton, which is like, yeah, you've got a job to do and your job requires you more than any other position on the field to be, as consistent as as not, if not close to perfect that you can be um, and bringing a guy in like, like John Ryan and being able to get a, you know, for basically nothing, he signs at the Thai cats and, you know, spend, you know, I'll, you know, really just push at least down at least in practice, or at least him around pushes Damagala and then to be able to get a draft pick out of it. It's a good situation for the Ticats all around, at least in that perspective.
0: Matt, appreciate this as always. Thank you.
5: Appreciate you, Louie.
0: My thanks to Matthew Shinetti from the CFL on TSN, and my thanks to you for tuning in today and all this week. Uh, no show tomorrow because of game day, but we will be back on Friday to recap whatever happens on Thursday. Ticats, Alouettes tickets available, Ticats.ca. Enjoy the game. As mentioned, back on Friday from all of us here at the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louie Butko. Hope you have a great day. Go Cats. TieCats today can be heard every weekday and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at tiecats.ca Have a question or an opinion. We want to hear it. That's gameday at tycats.ca. Subscribe to the
5: Tycats audio network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.